Welcome back to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast. We are starting a mini series about how you can prepare your homeschool child for college. College or a vocational career are excellent opportunities for your homeschool child. And I've had many parents ask me if homeschoolers are able to get into college, if they do well whenever they go off to college. And so we're going to talk about some skills and ways that you can help your child prepare for college while they are still in your homeschool. I think it is important to note that not all children should go to college. And so throughout this mini series, I will be referring to preparing your child for college. But as I talk about that, just because it's easier than trying to say this whole mouthful of college or vocational careers or whatever your child does in life, know that these skills that we are going to be talking about do apply regardless of what your child is going to do in the future. Skills that your child needs to attend college also applies if they are pursuing a vocational career or if they choose to pursue a career that does not require additional training. These skills will benefit every person regardless of what their life endeavors end up being. But just for the sake of Uh, the flow of the conversation. I'll be talking about this in terms of college because many children will go off to college after they finish your high school. If you want to learn more about, you know, other options, I have a few resources linked in the show notes and you can find those at triumphantlearning.com forward slash homeschool college. So as we get started, we're going to talk first about teaching life skills to your homeschooled child. Now, it's pretty obvious that we need to have many of these life skills as we go off on our own. We move into apartments or dorms and we need to take care of ourselves. Um, But there are more reasons why you actually would want to teach your child these life skills now. Uh, instead of waiting until they're about to leave home and you know you could kind of do a crash course or I've seen even many colleges offering classes in adulting which to me just means you need to be preparing your child so they can care for themselves as an adult so let's start now and instill those life skills help our children develop them and master them while they are still in our home Some benefits of teaching that now is actually that it reduces your stress and workload. I tease my daughters that one of my goals is that I work myself out of a job. And I realized recently as we were talking about what they still needed to learn how to do that I was pretty close to that point. Then I flashed forward to when they do move out and they are on their own and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to start doing these things again. So it's a really fun uh, cycle to think about as you go through this process with your children. When you start this process with your young children, it can seem like there's no end in sight. I remember when my daughters were little and we were actually talking about this recently. My daughters now are 13 and 16 and we were talking about how I got 
housework done and just things that needed to happen around the house, how I got that done when they were young. And they remembered helping me, but they didn't remember all those specifics. And so I was reminding them that, you know, in the beginning, it did take longer. Um, I did have to go back and redo some of what they did. I tried never to do that while they were watching. Except if we were all cleaning together, they might do a dust and I might come behind and kind of dust again uh, when they were really little. But you know, it's a process. This is not something that happens overnight. They have to develop those skills. Sometimes they have to develop the manual dexterity to be able to do it. So in the beginning, it seemed like it was just creating more work and it was something that I should just do and get done and not even worry about involving them. But as I look back now, I see the benefits. I remember the times that my daughters were helping me clean, helping me cook, They were helping me do things around the house. And yes, we had to plan more time into our day to accommodate that. But as a result, they were building those important skills that over the years we could build upon. And recently, uh, we, my husband and I had to go to an early morning doctor's appointment and that left them to take care of themselves and the dog all morning. And they did great. They emptied the dishwasher. They had breakfast. They took the dog for a walk. Uh, They even started on their lessons and had made really good progress by the time we got back. And I was surprised they had even cleaned up other areas of our home that I had not even mentioned. They just saw that uh, there was stuff that needed to get done and they took care of it because they have been raised to be a team player, to be a part of helping our household function and run smoothly. So they knew what to do and how to do it. And they took the initiative to do that. So starting young can be challenging and frustrating in the sense that you have to change your mindset about it. This is not going to be a quick process and I'm just going to go get it all done. But it can be so rewarding as your children uh, grow and mature. So I'd like to tell you about the four-step process that we take when we are training our children to assume these life skills. And as I mentioned, it takes practice and time to develop these. So instead of viewing it as a frustration or an interruption of your day, I would encourage you to think about this like when your child was learning to walk. When you had a toddler, they started out by holding your hands. You probably remember those days of your back hurting a little bit because you were holding your, your, your toddler was holding your, your fingers and you were walking with them and it felt like you were just walking everywhere with them. But over time, they started only needing to hold one hand and then they were toddling between the furniture and then taking steps on their own. And next thing you know, they were running. Well, this is going to be a very similar process. So view this as a skill that your child is developing. And honestly, it's going to be a a process you will repeat over and over and over with each new skill that you teach your child to assume and teach him how to do. So the first step in that process is to explain the steps. Your child may have seen you do 
the activity time and time again. Let's take emptying the dishwasher, for example. They probably have watched you many times to empty the dishwasher. But if you throw somebody in and say that you go empty it, they may not know what to do or how to put things up, uh, where where everything goes, because they weren't paying close attention. So always start when you teach your child a new life skill to explain the, the steps they need to take. Narrate the process as you do it a couple of times. You might, for example, with the dishwasher, you might say, I'd like to start with the bottom drawer because then if there are any dishes with water still on them, the water is not getting on the dishes in the bottom drawer by starting with that one. And so I'll pull all of these dishes out and I'll put them away where they go. And you may not be tall enough yet to reach everything. So you may want to stack them on the counter initially, and then we can put them away when you close the dishwasher. Whatever steps you take, whatever process you like to follow, because everybody has a different process when they are completing various chores and tasks. Now, your second step is to work together, help them, do it with them. Don't just throw them out and say, all right, now you go do it. I would often say, okay, you get the dishes out of the dishwasher and I'll put them up because um, you can't quite reach them. So I'll help you a few times to show you where they go and, and how we can put them up. Whatever the task or chore, you can find a way to work alongside your child so that you can help them fine tune their process and their skills. They can learn what to do. And then that third step is to provide quality control. So you want to make sure that they are doing the job well and that they are doing it completely because, you know, children, especially when they're learning something new, have a habit of uh, doing it just enough. And we want to make sure that they are doing a thorough job. Now, recognize when, especially when you are in this stage, your children will not be able to do the job at the same level that you would. They may, um, they may miss spots when they're cleaning. They may put dishes in the wrong place. They may uh, make some poor choices. This has happened over and over whenever we've taught our children to assume new life skills, whether it was learning how to choose sweets on their own so that they didn't eat uh, too many, whether it was how to clean the bathroom, regardless, their level of uh, quality is not going to be the same as yours. So for a little while, you will probably need to re- lower your expectations. Now, I'm not saying you should live in a filthy house or that you should let your children continue to work at that level, but recognize that they are learning and that they will need time to improve their skills. So as they are going through this process, they are improving on completing this particular task. Let them do it a couple of times. If you think that they are doing it to the best of their abilities, let them complete it as is. And if you can tell that they are not working to their best ability, it's okay to talk about that and to tell them you need to do a little better. I know that you could look and wipe the entire counter. You know, whatever you are noticing, describe how they can improve the process, but recognize if they are working at their best ability that 
you will need to take some time to develop the skill. Each time they complete the task, you can talk about a new aspect of that task that they might need to improve. You might say, you know, whenever I fold the towels, I like to fold them first like a hot dog, then like a hamburger, and that allows them to stack into the cabinet easier. So you can, over time, tell them little tips and tricks that will make the job easier and... um, conform to your standards a little better. What you do not want to do is just go redo the job. For example, when my daughter, uh, multiple times when she was folding towels, she would just throw them in the cabinet. And I knew that if she slowed down and took her time, she would be able to place them into the cabinet in a neat way. Now the the stack of washcloths might not be as neat as if I had done it, but I knew that she could do it much neater than she had. So instead of me just repeating the process and tidying up that stack of washcloths, I would call her back in and say, okay, you need to stack these a little neater. I know that you can do that. So we're going to take care of it right now. And next time that you put washcloths away, if you will take a few extra moments to make sure it's neat, you won't have to come back and redo this process. Now, by having her to redo the process, instead of me doing it for her, communicated two things. First was that she needed to take the time to do the job right, to do it to the best of her abilities, because if she did that, then she wouldn't have to come back, stop whatever she was doing, whatever she was playing later, and redo the job. Do it right the first time. It's really important that our children learn how to do a job right the first time, because when they are adults, you don't want them in a job where they are not able to complete the tasks well and the first time they do it. The second thing that it does is it communicates that I trust them and I believe that they are capable of completing this. Let's go back to the dishwasher example. If you normally take care of putting dishes into the dishwasher and one night your spouse or your children decide to come help you and so maybe you're not feeling well or they just want to bless you that night and so they fill the dishwasher, if you come back and immediately rearrange everything, they are not motivated to help out again because they're going to think, oh, she's just going to redo this. Why should I bother? There are times that you know how to do a job better than them because you've done it more frequently. And specifically with the dishwasher, there are times I will go rearrange it as I need to fit something else in because I know that it will, I can fit more in if I will move a few things around. But I wait until I need to rearrange it. Sometimes it doesn't matter. We don't need the extra room, and so I can let it be. But if they see me rearranging as I'm trying to fit more in, they know that it's because I'm trying to maximize what's in there, not that I'm trying to redo what they've already done. So just keep that in mind as you are teaching your children 
how to assume these skills and as you're providing that quality control, but definitely check, make sure that they completed the job, that they did a thorough job and they, they did it to the best of their abilities. Now, the fourth step is that we turn over responsibility and that means allowing them to assume the consequences of their actions. And that can be very positive or it could be somewhat negative. If they have done a great job, let them enjoy and reap the benefits of that job well done. Whether it's uh, you telling them, hey, you, you improved how you did that this time. Or uh, talking about how good it feels to uh, have a clean home and that you really appreciate how well they vacuumed. Um, but it can also be that they have to deal with what they didn't do well. This has happened multiple times as my children have learned to how to pack their suitcase. We follow this four-step process. Whenever they were about seven or eight, they would learn how to pack their own suitcase. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know that my family travels quite extensively. And so it's really important to me that they learned how to pack their own suitcases early so that I have less stress as we are preparing for a trip. So I would explain the steps with them, remind them what we needed to pack and um, how to fit it in the suitcase and all of that. So as I was packing their clothes a few times when they were ready to learn this skill, I would narrate what I was doing and then we would work together. And so I would have a checklist of what they, ne they needed to pack and we would work down through it together. And so it would say that they needed shirts and they needed pants and they needed shoes. And I would read off at the list and they would go bring me items to put in. And we could talk about if they were appropriate items for the trip or if they need, needed to get something different because of where we were going or the weather it was going to be. Over time, I was able to then turn over the job and just provide quality control. So they would take their list and go to their rooms. They would lay out everything that they wanted to pack into their suitcase onto their bed and tell me when they were finished. And then I would come in and we would go through the checklist and I would literally check off as I read the item and they showed me what they had to pack and they put it into the suitcase. That transitioned into them packing their entire suitcase and then I would come in when they were finished and I would just read down through the list and make sure, okay, did you get this and this and this? And so I slowly decreased my involvement. Well, they are now able to completely pack their suitcases, they print their own uh, packing list and they go off and do their own thing. But there can be some bumpy patches as they go through this process. I specifically remember a time that we took a trip and we were in a hotel room and my daughter realized she had not packed her underwear. So she had to deal with the consequences of this. And actually the entire family had to deal with the consequences of this. Instead of getting to swim in the hotel pool, which is always a highlight whenever you stay in a hotel, we had to go to the store and buy her some new underwear. So it's okay to allow your children to recognize and experience the consequences when they don't do a job thoroughly and well done. As a result, 
she has not forgotten to pack her underwear again. Those lessons stick with our children when we allow them to experience the consequences. As we wrap up, I just want to remind you that this is this process is like a child learning to walk. It will require you to invest time initially, possibly to, well, I should say probably, to reduce your expectations for a little while as they are learning and improving their skills. But keep the long-term goal in mind. You want them to move from that little child learning to walk to a full-grown adult who is off and running and on their own. And so it will require you to um, walk through a process with them. I would encourage you also to motivate your children by presenting presenting them with a responsibilities and privileges list. And I'll have a link in the show notes to how we do that. But basically, each year we identify ways that our children can assume more responsibility and on the flip side, have more privileges. The two go hand in hand. On their birthdays, as they mature and they are discovering new things that they can do, they are really excited to receive their responsibilities and privileges list. It's a way that they are motivated to assume new responsibilities for these various life skills. So I would encourage you to take a few moments and identify one or two new skills that you could help your child learn this term. And write them down on your homeschool planner and then find ways to work on them. Maybe you need to set aside some time to develop this new skill. Maybe you need to add a few minutes to your cleaning routine during the week. Or maybe you just need to write yourself a note that before your next trip, the next um, time that you complete a skill or an activity that you want to allow more time for it so that you can teach your child. You can find more ways about preparing your child for college, as well as an additional podcast episode I recorded back a while ago. It was number 14 about how to transfer responsibility to your children. And I'll have that linked on this show notes page also. You can find all of that at triumphantlearning.com forward slash homeschool college. Until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.